because I'm going to get up and I'm going to make something positive of my life. Happy lunchtime, everybody. So I promised this morning I was going to do a live video. Those of you who followed me for a while have seen me do a whole lot of drive videos. So I'm doing something a little different. Would love your feedback on what you think about it. Um, the problem with doing the drive is I don't feel ever that I'm distracted from the road because I'm very careful about that, but I feel I'm distracted from you. And so that's very important to me. And sometimes I just want to be able to have a few moments to get my thoughts together to talk about something I think is important. So believe it or not, probably because I've lived on earth a moment or two, I do have people reach out to me and ask me questions about various things. Sometimes it's friends, sometimes it's family. Uh, a lot of different people will direct message me. They'll call me, it just depends. And they'll ask questions usually around, how do you stay so positive? Or sometimes it's like, I'm so depressed. I feel so isolated. How can I get over it? What do I do? And as you can imagine, it just breaks my heart to hear anybody going through that. And then I start to think, who am I to try to answer this? Well, let me start by telling you who I'm not. I'm not a doctor. I'm not here to address medical clinical depression. I understand um, that there is a place for medication, for doctors. I'm here to talk to you about the nitty gritty of what I do know, which is how to survive life. Because if you've lived more than a hot minute, you've been through some bad stuff. And I hate to tell you, but if you keep living, there's more bad stuff coming. But we can overcome it, right? This place we're in is called Earth. It's not heaven. And we're not going to get out unscathed. So how do we get through it? People ask me all the time, how do you stay so positive? People reach out and say, I'm really dealing with loneliness, isolation. And it just breaks my heart. But I'm thinking, what do I tell these folks who are saying, literally, I've, I've thought of taking my life. Or I know I won't do it, but I have felt literally to that point, I feel so alone. So what do we do? Okay, I'm going to give you the best advice I can. And if you guys have feedback, bring it on. Um, number one, what we really want to do is to be able to attract people. If you're feeling lonely or dejected, if you're at a situation where you need people in your life, but when you don't get what you think you need, maybe you lash out at people or you get a little bit angry at them. We want to be able to attract people where they just can't stand not to be in our life because we are such a positive influence. And that's hard, right? That can be hard when you feel crummy, when you feel like a loser or you feel like maybe you're a wonderful person and you've been put upon by the universe, right? And things that are happening to you are not fair. So let's just jump right in. I had someone reach out to me yesterday about this, and that's why it was on my heart to talk to you guys about it and say, look, I feel so isolated and lonely. I don't even want to live. I don't know what I'm going to do. So I'm sitting there thinking, Tammy, what do you tell this person? What do you tell them? And I said, you know what? I'm going to tell the truth. And it's not necessarily what you want to hear because it's not an easy answer and it's not a quick fix. Let me tell you what it is. Work on you like a maniac. Like an absolute maniac. You're like, well, I'm already very wonderful. I'm doing everything right, right? I give to people. I'm not, I don't, you know, hurt puppies. I'm a good person. I don't care where you are in your self-actualization journey, where any of us are. Work on you like a maniac. So here's what I'm going to do if I'm in that moment where I think I'm so alone, I feel isolated, I'm going to work on myself physically, I'm going to work myself mentally, emotionally, spiritually, I'm going to dive deep, I'm going to push myself to limits I've never pushed, I'm going to take all that negative 
thought process and energy I have, and I'm going to roll it all into being a better human being on the planet than I was yesterday. And that's going to give me something positive to think about, right? I'm going to have to stop doing what is human, which is I deserve to be treated well. I deserve some happiness. I'm a good person. Why am I not having good things happen for me? We got to just take all that out of our mind. We've got to humble ourselves to the point of thinking, I deserve nothing. And you know what? Anything good that happens to me, I'm going to praise and be grateful for and just embrace it, but I'm going to expect nothing. So number one is work on you like a crazy maniac with no expectation and no entitlement. And that's hard because sometimes your expectation is deserved. You're a decent person. You try to be kind. You deserve for people to like you. Doesn't matter. The world doesn't care. All right? The world is black, doesn't care. So what I want you to do is work on you like a maniac with no expectation. Here's what happens. Guys, you and the younger generation, I would love it if you'd let me know. Do you find this generation to have a big problem with what I know my kids call ditching? People just ditch. They ditch for no reason. Back in the day, your word was your word. And if you said you were going to go have plans, unless you got sick or something serious happened, you showed up, right? What I'm being told is it's a huge problem in this generation, whereas we know with their phone, they've made most of their plans. People don't feel as committed and they just back out because they say they were tired or it wasn't convenient. So you know what I want you to do? That hurts your feelings sometimes, right? When you were already feeling lonely and isolated and you had a plan coming up and you were really excited and looking forward to it and they ditch and they, and they, oh, hey, good to, good to see you there, Robert. And, and they don't show up. Okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to set your whole life of good things in pencil. Pencil it in. Someone says, we're going to hang out tomorrow, and you are putting your hopes and dreams on that. I want you to have no expectation that it's going to happen. I'm not saying be negative. Like, They'll never show. I don't have an Eeyore bone in my body. You just say, you know what? This is something we're going to pencil in. And if they don't make it, I'm sure it's because they had a real reason and they couldn't. And then when it happens and they do show up, I want you to be surprised and delighted. Write that down. When something good happens, you don't go, well, of course, they made the appointment. They, they needed to show up, right, and do the right thing. Would that be correct? Yeah, that'd be correct. I believe in honoring your appointments. But what I want you to do is pencil in something exciting and don't let it blow your day, your week, your life, your everything. You pencil it in, and then if people are able to keep that commitment, you are surprised and delighted. And that's the way you're going to look at it. Is it going to be hard? Yeah, it's going to be hard. There are going to be times when you're going, Bryson, Bryson, why did they show up? They told me they would. If you want to be happy, whether this is fair and whether this feels right, it's what you got to do. You're going to have to set your expectation completely differently. You're going to say, you know what? You're going to have to give grace when grace isn't deserved. Just like God gives us grace that we don't deserve, right? You're going to have to say, I don't know what's going on with them. They said they're tired, but they're probably struggling with something themselves. You know what? And that's awesome because next time maybe it'll work out. Pencil it in. And then when things happen, be surprised and delighted. Um, we've got to build our mental toughness muscle. I think we're getting mentally weak. Things bring us down too quickly. And you know what? My mental toughness muscle is really strong, but I'm 52. So I've dealt with this. You are going to deal with this if you haven't already. So you could say, well, I am having some loneliness, but guess what? Susie Q there said, we're going to get together, and I'm so excited it's going to happen. And then Susie Q doesn't show, and you crash again. 
You're going to have to change your expectation. Your expectation is going to have to be, I am working on me and making me the best human being I can be, and I have no expectation of anything, and I'm just going to be grateful. Gratitude is where this all starts, an idea of gratitude. Um, your mental toughness on not expecting life to be fair is going to be a tough one to build, but you can do it. You got to do it. Because the truth is, you know what? What if you get in a great new relationship? It's either going to end sometime before you die, right? Unless they outlive you. And you're going to go through a lot of those. So what are you going to do next time when it happens? You're going to crash again. You've got to start building your mental toughness muscle. Number two thing I want to talk about other than number one is work on yourself like a maniac with no expectation and with no entitlement. Deserving less than we all know you deserve. I'm not telling anyone to be a doormat, okay? I'm saying quit that stinking thinking. I think AA came up with that. Quit that stinking thinking of, how dare, you know, I want an apology because you should have done this for me. All it does is run people off. It, you might be entitled and you might be right, but you'll be alone. So at some point say, you know what? Nobody owes me anything and I'm going to overgive. I'm going to overdeliver on happiness. And I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm not going to sit and wallow I'm going to put my running shoes on. And I'm going to go for a walk. And if all I can do is put a big smile on the face of somebody I pass and wave at them, then I'm going to do that. I'm going to do something positive. If I need to read a book, listen to a podcast, listen to something to remind me that we have an entitlement mentality. We're not entitled to any of that. You know, the fact that you were born is like a one in a zillion odds. The fact that you're alive, one in a zillion. And so if that's all you can do is to go, I have air to breathe. And I got to do something with this gift I was given. I, it's a miracle that I'm alive. Not to mention the majority living in the United States. We all know that I'm not minimizing what you're going through, but I'm saying look for something to be grateful for. Because number two is gratitude. You got to force yourself to think of a positive. I've gone through some of the worst stuff. Horrible, horrible things. Um, one of them I'll not forget. You know, um, when my, of course, my first husband left for another woman that he was working with blindsided me. I, I didn't even think we had any problems. You think that wasn't fun to get through? To go to work today, to go to church, to face people who were all just in shock the way I was? It was horrible. Every day I would wake up and think, I've got to think of something positive or I won't be able to live. Literally. I won't be able to survive this if I can't think of something positive today. I'm going to have to. And sometimes it was pretty small. It was pretty lame. I'll still remember going, well, it's Tuesday. And Thursday, I get to go with Marty to that deposition. And that's going to be kind of interesting at work. That'll be kind of a good day at work. So I told myself, you know, only two days until I get to have a really new experience at work. And, and I'm going to focus on that to get my seat out of bed and slap a smile on my face. It was small. And then I would force myself to sing that song. I've sung it for you guys before. This is the day the Lord has made. It's, it's, it's ridiculous to just force yourself to do it, but I, let me tell you, this is how I would emphasize it. I would sing it in the shower, and I would sing it like this. Plug your ears. But <laughs> I would sing, this is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. I will rejoice, I will rejoice and be glad in it, and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. It was that simple. And I would start it over. And I would sing it till a minute. And I'd go, this is the day. I'd find a new word to emphasize. This is the day that the Lord has made. Because it was hard. And life stunk. 
And I got down to about 97 pounds because I couldn't eat. I was so upset. But I'd wake up and I'd say, put a smile on your face and you'd find something that you can think good about. If it was, it's only two days to the weekend, and, and then I'll get to go to the movies with a friend. Whatever you got, you hone in on it, and you tell yourself something positive, and you sing it like you mean it, and sing it until you do mean it, right? Um, thinking of gratitude, one more thing I want to tell you guys that has worked for me, and it's true. If you've been in business more than a year or two, you've had some lousy, crummy times. Times when you didn't know if you were going to hold on to the business. Times you didn't know if you were going to make it. I'll never forget those times, and no one in business will, right? Here's what I would do. I would tell myself, you know what? What happened to me today stunk. The situation I'm in stinks. There's two things I think of. Number one, I'd say no one called me today and said my kid has cancer. And I said, you know what? Somebody got that call. A bunch of somebody's got that call. No one called me today and said my kid has cancer. Gary Vaynerchuk, I couldn't believe when I heard him talking about this because he does it too. He said he always pictures the four or five people that mean the most, his mom, his dad, his children, his wife. He pictures getting, he deeply pictures, he visualizes getting a call where his whole family was killed in a car wreck or died in a plane crash. He said, I feel it. I live in that moment. And then I allow myself to step out of it and go, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, I can't even believe this is nothing. This business issue, it's nothing. Whoever that important person in my life, they're still alive. And there's another song, there's a country song, Joe Diffie. I cut out before I sang. Okay, I can sing it again if you guys are game. <laughs> Let me know if the rest of you didn't hear that either. There's a, uh, an old song, was it Vern Gosner or Joe, I think it's Joe Diffie. Um, and he talks about, uh, here's to all the soldiers who've ever fought in vain. Find things like this. To, uh, the insane locked up in themselves, the homeless down on Maine to those who wait on empty shores and spit against the wind, and those who wait forever for ships that don't come in. But the one line I love about that the most is when the old man comes up to him in the bar, and he says, we've still got our problems, but we're still in the game. A thousand times over the years, I've told myself, you know what? It looks bad right now. Whether it was a relationship, whether it was business, it looked bad. And I kept telling myself, you know what? I'm still in the game. I'm in the game. And as long as I'm still in the game, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to find a solution. With God's help, I'm going to find a solution. All right? So remember, look that song up. Um, Joe Diffie. It, it's, it's a great song. We're still in the game. Uh, so the third thing I want to tell you, one last example from my mom, who, you know, is my mentor for so many things. She looked back after that divorce I told you about when I got down so skinny. Who hadn't been there? You've been through something crummy. Unless you're two years old, and even then you're mad that your mama didn't give you any candy. So everybody's been through something. Look back on it and look at a time that you were so depressed that you cried yourself to sleep day after day. You laid in bed upset. Can you remember that? Can you remember that time? Do you remember how sick you made yourself? Do you remember how it ruined your day, your week, your month, your life at that moment? Have you ever looked back and said, man, I'm so glad I did that. That was some smart way to react to that. I understand I'm not saying repressed emotions, but what I'm saying is my mom always told me, she said, after that was all over and I realized I wasn't going to die because this person had done this to me and left me with no notice, I thought I would always have the perfect black and white life, everything just, just so, you know, clean cut, picket fence, blindsided me completely. But she said, now, let's look back and let's don't ever go that far down again. So what she's saying, and we better all take it to heart, look at your experiences and learn from it. Go, Man, 
I cried and cried and was upset for four days because I thought I had no friends. You fill in the blank with whatever it was because my business looked bad. And when you're on the other side of it, look back and go, was that a good use of my time? Did that make me happy? Did that bring me joyous life? No, it did not. So remember what my mom said. She said, let's look back. Because at the time I was 24, she's like, we're not done with hard times. So can we agree not to ever go that far down again? Feel the emotion, feel what you need to go to, express it, admit it, but then get off your duff and say, I'm only going so far down. This situation, this person, they're actually going, only going to take me so far down because I'm going to get up and I'm going to make something positive of my life. I never forgot it. And I tell my kids, you know, you went through that, that big breakup last year. You thought you were going to die. Are we going to go that far down again? Because do you care two hoots and a holler about that person now? No. And you lost days of your life. You'll never get back. Miserable. Absolutely miserable. So guys, if I can tell you, that's my overall advice and that's how I survive because I have everything perfect, don't I? Because I have Coco and Wes and my world is perfect. My world has been crazy. I was telling some people this weekend and they were dying laughing, good friends of mine, Mary and, Mary and Lauren Taylor, and they were just busting out laughing at the restaurant. I was like, you would have thought they were drinking the way they were laughing. But I was telling about some of the horrible things I've been through and they were like, girl, you got to write a book. I was like, I am, I'm working on it. But I've been through crud and it, that the stuff you go through does not determine whether you're a happy person or not. Again, I understand clinical depression. I'm talking about to the extent it can be humanly and with divine power helped. That's what I want you to do. Build that muscle and just tell yourself, number one, I'm going to work on me physically, mentally, spiritually. I'm going to donate. I'm going to give back. If I'm in school, I'm going to study from sunup to sundown because guess what? I get an A on a paper because I worked hard. I feel a little better. Something good happens to me, I feel a little better. I don't, I sit there and cry and I get a C minus, I feel a little worse. So your conduct is going to dictate the outcome. So you get out there when you feel terrible. If you're lonely, you go walking anyway and you wave high and you try to get the focus off of me and get it onto you. What can I give? What can I serve? Who can I serve? I don't deserve anything. I deserve nothing. And I am surprised and delighted when something good happens, not in a negative way, but I'm not expectation. I'm not like, I deserve this because I am being a good person. This is all crummy, so I'm going to go sit, pout, and cry and ruin my life. Does that make sense? Go out there, say, I don't, man, I'm not looking to deserve anything, and I'm going to give grace if someone can't fall through, and I'm going to make excuses. You know what? You know what the Bible says? Proverbs, I believe. Uh, it's either Psalms or Proverbs. says, uh, you know, basically that we as humans want to magnify sin. It says love covers a multitude of sins. So that's what we have to come from a place of, you start making excuses for the person that did you wrong. Let's try that. Let's try that. They didn't mean it. You know, maybe they are sick. Maybe they're lying through their teeth. Who cares? You'll be happier if you come from a place of, I'm going to be surprised and delighted if things work out and I'm going to work toward it, but I'm going to be grateful no matter what happens. And I'm going to pray that that person is having a better day and I'm going to be full of gratitude. It's the only thing that's going to work. I wish I had a magic pill where you could get a bill of rice and write it up and show this person you deserve to be treated better. But the only thing that's going to work is working on yourself and taking all expectation out. Find happiness because God has given you breath of life against all the odds. He's given you the breath of life. And sometimes I know you can go, I hurt so much I don't want to live. I've been there. Find that song. You find that song. 
This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. I will rejoice, I will rejoice and be glad in it, and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. Sing it till you mean it, people. It will change the look on your face, it will change your smile, and it will change your attitude. Go out there, please. If you know someone who's hurting, please share it with them. Message it to them. Tell them you're not alone. And if you are alone, doggone, be okay with that. Be okay with that. Go, you know what? This is for today. This is for a season. And if I don't give up, if I'm still in the game, like that country song says, then I'm looking for a better day tomorrow. But if I give up, then this opportunity is lost, right? So pull yourself up by your boots, doggone, and say, I'm going to keep putting one foot in front of the another and as my mom says, don't go so far down next time. Learn. Look back at something you've been through and go, boy, I was so smart to have let myself get miserable where I couldn't eat. I thought I was going to die. That was a good move on my part. Right? If you are alone, that's right, Jennifer. If you're alone, be okay with that in that moment. Go, this isn't my life. This is one moment. This is a moment. And you know, maybe I can find a way to persevere. But it's not fair. No, it isn't. But guess what? The world don't care if it's fair. The world doesn't care if it's fair. And guess what? If you will do these things, if you will own this, never blame anyone else. Only don't make excuses for everyone else. Make excuses for everyone but yourself. Ooh, I like that. Make excuses for everyone but yourself. Okay? So your conduct, I'm not saying hate yourself, love yourself. But your conduct, if you set a standard, you meet your obligation. You get there and do it. But everyone that lets you down... Find that gracious, loving heart where you are making excuses for them. And remember when they come through, look at it with surprise and delight. And it's all upside, no downside. Can we work toward that today, my friends? I appreciate all of you joining so much. I think this discussion is so important. People, there are folks out there hurting. And if you have it in your heart to reach out and try to figure out who that person might be that's feeling a little bit lonely, feeling a little isolated, do it. And if you're the one feeling lonely and isolated, Quit looking at yourself, which we all do. <laughs> Look at someone. Go find someone else who's lonely and up, lonely and, and isolated. They're out there. Go find them. Get all the all eyes off of you and out there. So there's no way to be disappointed, right? Because you're going to control the fact that you give. And if you guys do that, I'm telling you, this one thing will change your life. And people in a day, a week, a year, 20 years will be saying, how are you always so positive? Say, because I found out it doesn't work to be the other. Being the other just stinks. That's it. There's no upside. There's no upside to wasting my weekend crying in bed. I was like, oh man, I'm so glad I did that. Right? There's no upside, guys. The only upside is working on yourself. Positive attitude. Everything good that happens, we treat with surprise and delight. Thank you so much for joining me. Anyone ever who's feeling like this out there, Feel free to message me privately. I will always keep it in confidence and just know that I love you and there's people out there that love you and give them a little grace. Give them a little grace, right? Maybe they got something going and they can't be there for you today in the way you need it. But this is just one little day. It's just one little day and we're not gonna make life decisions based on one little day, okay? But you go out there and you make it your best day ever. I don't care what garbage you're going through and look around for crying out loud at somebody else that needs you to help them make it their best day ever. We all know of people who have taken their own lives or live unfulfilled lives because of these things. So 
There ain't no excuse for that. You guys, we can do this. We can help one another. We can encourage one another to love and good works, build one another up. And if you're going through something, reach out, right? Because there's a lot more people that love you than you have any idea. So let me know what you think about this format versus the drive. And I hope to be with you guys soon again. Love you too, Ella. Bye, y'all.